Hello, my friends. Welcome to another episode of Deep True Crime. I'm Manny Rodriguez. Thank you for joining me in today's episode. We're going to be discussing the serial killer, Daniel Glenn Prince, confesses to three other murders after being tied to one murder. And we're going to be diving deep into this story because it has finally come to a conclusion after some were known to be missing. On August 28, 2021, Edna Suttles, an 80-year-old resident of Traveler's Rest, South Carolina, she was reported missing on that day. Now, while trying to locate Edna, law enforcement learned that Daniel Prince, a North Carolina resident, met with Suttles in Traveler's Rest on the morning of August 27th, 2021, and drove away from Traveler's Rest with her that afternoon. And come to find out that he had a prior conviction for kidnapping in Michigan and is currently a person of interest in other missing person investigations involving elderly females. On or about August 28, 2021, local law enforcement, they were notified that Suttles did not show up for work that day. And so deputies from the Greenville County Sheriff's Office responded and unsuccessfully attempted to locate Edna Suttles by interviewing family and friends. Edna, she lived in Traveler's Rest, South Carolina, and she had not been seen since the day before on August 27th of 2021. And family and friends confirm that they have not heard from her. On Friday, September 3rd, law enforcement located Suttles' 2014 Jeep Grand Cherokee that was parked at the Best Western Hotel in Traveler's Rest. And if you see by this picture, Best Western is up above. And this is where they located her Jeep. This is about seven miles from where she lived. And so law enforcement, they reviewed surveillance footage from August 27th of 2021 that was captured at the Best Western Hotel, a nearby Food Lion grocery store, and an antique store that was adjacent to Suttles house. And so you had the Best Western up here, top of the picture, and then in this plaza was Food Lion, as you can see, by the marker. So after reviewing the surveillance footage that was captured at this Best Western Hotel and looking at the Food Lion grocery store, they too had surveillance footage. And so they start documenting what they find out. And so law enforcement, they observe the following details through a review of the surveillance Footage. Now, all of these times are approximate. At 9.22 a.m., a Chevrolet Cruze pulled into the Food Lion parking lot that was located at 148 Walnut Lane. And if you notice by the previous pictures that I had shared, this is where that's at. So you had the Best Western right up here, and then the Food Lion parking lot, which is located at 148 Walnut Lanes in Traveler's Rest, South Carolina. And this video surveillance was a big factor, even starting the investigation that again would lead to solving 
three other murders. At 9.30 a.m., Edna Suttles drives away from her residence in her Jeep Cherokee. About 9.38, an individual later identified as Daniel Glenn Prince. He purchased a four-pack of yogurt at the Food Lion and he scanned his frequent shopper card during this checkout. One minute later, he walks out of the Food Lion and he waves at Edna Suttles. And the two appear to greet one another. A short time later, Mr. Prince left with Edna Suttles in her Jeep Cherokee. Over four hours later, at 1.43 p.m., her vehicle was captured driving away from her residence in the direction to go back to the food lion. Approximately 20 minutes later, her vehicle pulls into the food lion parking lot and it parks in the far part of the lot. Almost like to not be seen by any camera footage was, I'm guessing, his goal. Daniel Prince exits Edna Suttles driver's door and he walks over to his vehicle the Chevrolet Cruze which was parked across the parking lot. He drives his vehicle and then parks next to her Jeep Cherokee vehicle and parked directly adjacent to her car and then he moves Suttles into his vehicle from her vehicle. Now because he parked in the far end of the parking lot and there was a little partial obstruction of the vehicles being together so it was really hard to really decipher how much he carried her or what part was she completely out of it as far as anyone saw she was motionless there was no movement from her it was difficult to discern how much help subtles required to be transferred from one vehicle to the other. And so at 2.07 p.m., Daniel Glenn Prince, he leaves in her vehicle and he drives pretty much around the back to the nearby Best Western, which as you can see here, he's at the food line basically all the way on the other side. So you see Best Western, he is basically on the complete other side of the food line trying to stay away from all camera footage. And so he gets in her vehicle and he drives her Jeep Grand Cherokee to the nearby Best Western parking lot, which is right next to the shopping center. And video surveillance captures him wiping down both the interior and exterior of her vehicle before walking away from the parking lot. And so at 2.14, Daniel Glenn Prince walks back to his vehicle and drives off with an apparent motionless Edna Suttles. Daniel Glenn Prince, he would be identified by law enforcement through his frequent shopper card, which he scanned during checkout at the Food Lion prior to meeting Edna Suttles on August 27th. 2021. And so then law enforcement was able to confirm through photographs that Prince matched the individual that was captured on the high quality surveillance footage inside and outside 
the food lion. And so on August 30th, 2021, the Greenville County Sheriff's Office, they execute a search warrant at Edna Suttles residence looking for any evidence of her disappearance. During the execution of the search warrant, law enforcement located three unopened yogurt containers that was consistent in, in appearance and size with a four pack of yogurt that he had purchased at the Food Lion. And through the search, they never locate the fourth yogurt container that was missing from the four pack container that he bought. And so on September 9th, 2021, they obtain an arrest warrant for him and for Prince charging him with grand larceny for the theft of Suttles vehicle because they saw him get in the vehicle and come back driving the vehicle. And that same day, he was then arrested in Bostick, North Carolina, which is where he lived by the Rutherford, North Carolina County Sheriff's Office. And at the time of his arrest, a state search warrant was also executed at his residence. And law enforcement, they would locate multiple firearms and electronic devices during this search. And as a result of locating these firearms and him having a prior felony conviction, he was charged with several state firearms violations. During a review of the evidence that was gathered at his residence on September 9, 2021, investigators, they found legal documents and bank debit cards related to Nancy Rigo. Now, Nancy Rigo, she has been missing since late 2017. Rigo previously resided in Charlotte, North Carolina. And so the Rutherford County Sheriff's Office, they contacted Rigo's family members who advised that Rigo was dating Prince prior to her disappearance. And since her disappearance, Rigo's family has communicated through email with an individual who purported to be Rigo. This individual always declined to meet with or speak to the family. And so on or about September 13, 2021, the FBI in Greenville, South Carolina, they were briefed on the Suttles case and they opened a federal kidnapping investigation. And so the FBI, they began actively assisting the Greenville County Sheriff's Office with the investigation into Suttles' disappearance. And so since Prince was arrested on September 9, 2021, he has been interviewed three times. And during all three interviews, he acknowledged his awareness of his Miranda warnings and subsequently provided a statement to law enforcement. And during the first two interviews, he admitted to traveling from North Carolina where he lives to visit with Suttles in Traveler's Rest on August 27th of 2021. But he was adamant, however, that he dropped Suttles off at her residence after leaving the Food Lion parking lot. He said that he was a handyman by trade and he traveled to see Suttles in relation to his handyman work. And truth is, as a handyman and preying on older women, and we'll talk about this later as well, I believe he used his handyman status and tried to come across as helpful to them in a way to kill them and take their identity in order to receive their benefits. And we'll discuss that a little more, but he was a handyman. 
And I truly believe that he used that as a way to let get them to let their guards down so that they can find trust in him. And then he would try to take their identity after killing them. And we're going to dive even deeper. Again, he's a serial killer. It would come to be true that he is a serial killer. And a serial killer is someone who is known to commit a series of murders with no apparent motive and typically following a, a characteristic, predictable behavior pattern. And so... In this case, his motive may have been money though, and he killed three or more. But there could be different definitions depending on who you speak to, but generally it seems like you're, they've killed three or more and generally around the same way in a short period of time. Prince said that he considered Suttles his friend and that he even visited her residence several times in August of that year. And he further advised that Suttles had hired a private investigator to assist with her daughter's pending divorce. But Prince could not provide the name of the private investigator, but said that Suttles had become afraid of him, almost trying to detract the attention from him and put him off on the wrong course towards somewhere else. Prince told law enforcement that he had wiped down her vehicle only because he was nervous about being involved with the situation involving the private investigator. He already tried to have a story this in case. And so on September 23rd, 2021, Rutherford's County Sheriff's Office investigators executed a second search warrant at his residence. During this search, law enforcement located a unique firearm which belonged to Suttles and had been discovered missing from her residence shortly after her disappearance. And so the Rutherford County Sheriff's Office, they also located additional electronic devices during the search. And a portion of those devices were hidden in a structure separate from the main residence. And he generally did this. He kept the evidence of his victims separate away from his home, even in a beehive. And we'll talk about that as well. Like putting evidence in a beehive so that people don't find it. And during the September 9th and September 23rd searches, law enforcement also seized multiple prescription pill bottles, which were prescribed to Nancy Rigo. Among the various pill bottles that were found in Rigo's name, there were prescriptions for tramadol, cyclobenzaprine, and lorazepam. On October 9th, 2021, a third party civilian observed a bee box. A bee box is for bee raising. And this bee box was located on a remote portion of Prince's property. The bee box was approximately 75 yards from the residence and it was in a section of land mostly surrounded by trees. This person opened the bee box and located a woman's purse and other items of evidentiary value. So the Rutherford County Sheriff's Office was immediately notified. They obtained a state search warrant for the property based on this finding. Inside this bee box, law enforcement located Suttle's purse and her Jeep Grand Cherokee keys, rope, zip ties, medication, a torn Walmart plastic bag with a knot tied in it, a pair of green rubber gloves, and other personal items that belong to Edna 
subtle. Guess what else they would find within this bee box? They also located in this bee box an empty yogurt container of the exact same brand and type as Prince purchased from the Traveler's Rest Food Lion on August 27th, 2021. Law enforcement believed that this was that fourth yogurt container that was missing of the four pack that he purchased minutes before meeting Suttles. And so near the bee box, they also located a vehicle panel that was believed to be from Prince Jeep Renegade. Now Prince took his Jeep Renegade to a repair shop on September 3rd, 2021, and he requested a quote to replace a panel in the rear storage area of the SUV. Along with the vehicle panel, investigators also found a black trash bag containing a tarp, women's shoes, and a metal bracelet. It was almost like he was holding this as souvenirs for the terrible act he committed. The following day on October 10, 2021, a human remains detection canine trained to alert to the odor of human decomposition, they are commonly called a cadaver dog, was brought to the prince's property to assist with locating possible human remains. Although human remains were not located during the search, the canine produced a strong alert to the scent of human decomposition at the location where the vehicle panel, trash bag, and tarp were recovered. The same day, agents located jewelry belonging to Suttles inside Daniel Prince residence. On October 13, 2021, two investigators interviewed Daniel Prince at the Rutherford County Detention Center, and Prince acknowledged his awareness of his Miranda warnings. And so during this interview, they informed Prince that additional evidence related to Suttle's disappearance had been located on his property. Now he's starting to get an idea that, holy moly's, he's not getting out of this. This is where he then says he would like to fully disclose his sins and he knows he would likely spend the rest of his life in prison. And so he tells the investigators that he would like to come clean through a defense attorney at a later date and that he could relay details concerning the deaths of five different individuals. Now, my guess is these five different individuals does include Edna Suttles, that he's going to admit to all five is what I'm assuming at this time. And so when they ask him about Suttles specifically, he said he could take them to within three feet of her body. On October 17, 2021, a cadaver dog alerted to the presence of human decomposition at Prince's Jeep Renegade. And the canine was conducting an open air sniff of six different vehicles that was located at a Greensville County Sheriff's Office impound lot. And the vehicles included Prince Jeep Renegade and the Chevrolet Cruze, which Prince drove to meet Suttles on August 27, 2021. And the K-9 alerted to Prince's Jeep Renegade, but not 
the cruise. During the investigation, law enforcement interviewed Daniel Prince's wife, Kathy Kilpatrick, and Kilpatrick advised that her car was the Chevrolet Cruze, which she specifically always drove. And she recalled that one Friday prior to his arrest, when Prince took her vehicle for the day to go to work. And he was gone most of the day and he returned home around 3 to 4 p.m. that day. And she did not know that Prince traveled to South Carolina in her car. She thought he was working where he always works, in North Carolina. And so she also provides multiple telephone numbers that she uses to contact Prince. And so there were two telephone numbers. There was a number that ended in 6730, and there was a number that ended in 4373. Come to find out that the 6730 cell phone was through AT&T. And so law enforcement, they obtained cell phone tower location records for the account that was associated with the 6730 cell phone. And so they find that this is through AT&T and that AT&T records show that this phone was connected with a cell phone tower close to Prince's home in Bostick, North Carolina at approximately 7.26 a.m. on August 27, 2021. And it also noticed that the 6730 cell phone later connected with a cell phone tower close to the Food Lion in Traveler's Rest, South Carolina at approximately 9.27 a.m. the same morning. The 9.27 a.m. connection of the 6730 cell phone to the Food Lion cell tower occurs at the same period of time with the Food Lion surveillance footage that captured Prince purchasing the yogurt and then meeting Suttles in the parking lot. This 6730 cell phone later connected to a cell tower close to Suttles' home at approximately 1.44 p.m. Surveillance footage captures Suttles' vehicle leaving her residence at approximately 1.43 p.m. Suttles' home was located approximately seven miles north of the Traveler's Rest Food Lion. And so this 6730 cell phone connected again with the Food Lion cell tower at approximately 2.16 p.m. And again, surveillance footage captured Prince driving away from the Food Lion with Suttles in his vehicle at approximately 2.14 p.m. And the device then did not connect with another cell tower for the rest of the day. There's a good chance that the device was powered off or had the battery removed after this time. The other phone number that ended in 4373, this was also seized from Prince himself when he was arrested on September 9th 2021. Now the cellular carrier for this phone is Verizon Wireless. And so law enforcement, they obtain the cell tower and call detail records for the 4373 phone. They see on August 27, 2021, this 4373 cell phone only connected to a cell tower located near his residence. There are no outgoing messages or messages on this 4373 cell phone 
until approximately 3.56 p.m. And again, his wife says he does not get home that day until sometime between 3 and 4 p.m. And at approximately 356, this 4373 cell phone calls Prince's friend's number who had previously tried to contact Prince earlier in the day without success. And so basically he's calling his friend back. And so what it looks like is that he left this 4373 cell phone at home in Bostick, North Carolina all day on August 27th while he traveled to Traveler's Rest, South Carolina. And so, as mentioned earlier, during the investigation, law enforcement seized numerous electronic devices. And when he was arrested on September 9th, they also seized his LG cell phone from the interior of a Dodge Journey vehicle. And so, law enforcement identified this Journey as a loaner vehicle that the dealership provided Daniel while his Jeep Renegade was in the shop for repair on that panel. His wife, Kilpatrick, says that Prince was the primary driver of this Dodge journey until his arrest. And so law enforcement, they discovered that his IMEI, which is considered International Mobile Equipment Identity, which is used to identify each phone. It's almost like their own, their own print. It could be on the battery, it could be on the inside of the phone, it could be on different places. And so this matched the IMEI that AT&T provided for the 6730 cell phone number. And that's how law enforcement was able to identify the actual phone that Prince took with him on August 27, 2021, when he traveled from Bostick, North Carolina to Traveler's Rest. Law enforcement also obtained records showing that the Chevrolet Cruze had an ongoing service contract with AT&T for cellular service for the vehicle's infotainment system. And so AT&T provided cell site location records for the cellular account that was associated with the Chevrolet Cruise. And so records show that the Chevrolet Cruise infotainment center connected to a cell tower in the Bostick, North Carolina area at approximately 7.18 a.m. So he was still in his home area at 718. Later that morning, the cruise then shows that it's connected to cell towers along a common route between Bostick, North Carolina and Traveler's Rest, South Carolina. And so the cruise pinged off of a cell tower in Traveler's Rest around 9.50 a.m. And the cruise last pinged off of a cell tower in Traveler's Rest around 1.50 p.m. And the crews then pinged near his North Carolina residence around 2.54 p.m. And so what that shows is that after loading Suttles into the cruise, he travels U.S. Highway 25 North to Interstate 26 East before taking U.S. Highway 74 East back to his house without making any extended stop along the way. And so of course they're gonna continue gathering evidence. And so of course they're gonna do some forensic testing on the items that they seized during the investigation. And so they examined the interior of the plastic Walmart bag that was recovered from his B-Box. 
and they identified female DNA inside of the plastic bag. And the DNA that they collected was determined to belong to Edna Suttle. And then the green rubber gloves that were recovered from inside the bee box, this was also examined for DNA. They would find both Prince and Suttle's DNA were located on the interior and exterior of both green rubber gloves. And those zip ties that they would find, Suttle's DNA was located on the zip tie. And so it looks like that plastic bag was used to suffocate her. And the zip ties, obviously they were used to restrict her movement. And those gloves, it looks like that Prince would wear those gloves while he was in contact with Suttles either before or more likely after she was deceased. And obviously to find all these things hiding inside a bee box on a remote portion of his home definitely suggests that he was trying to hide these items from being discovered. And my guess is that he knew that she had social security payments coming in and this would be proved that she had it by her bank account with Bank of America and she did receive monthly social security payment but it didn't look like he had long enough time to really get that working to get it to him. And so a similar financial investigation had been conducted into Nancy Rigo's finances. And so they did locate a bank account with First Horizon Bank for Rigo in which Prince was listed as having power of attorney. Rigo went missing on November 2017 and Prince was a suspect in her investigation. And after she had disappeared, her bank records had showed that there was a daily, almost a daily withdrawal from this account. And no one even knew where she was. And almost every transaction took place in Bostick and Forest City, North Carolina. This is where Prince lived. And they can identify that a lot of these transactions are all very similar to the types of charges and debits that were observed from his own bank account. And these daily transactions from Rigo's account was abruptly ended the day he was arrested on September 9th, 2021. So now he knows they got so much evidence against him. And with all this evidence, he's trying to avoid the death penalty. He knew he was gonna spend the rest of his life in, in prison. He was never gonna see the light of day anyway. So he felt like, let me come clean with my sins. They have so much on me. Maybe if I give them more information, they'll go a little lighter and keep me away from the death penalty. And so he enters a plea agreement on June 15th, 2022. He's agreeing that Edna Suttles is the victim. And so he admitted to killing three others outside of Edna Suttles. Rest in peace, Dolores Sellers. Rest in peace, Nancy Rigo. Dolores Sellers is the mother to Nancy Rigo. The day they found Dolores Sellers, Nancy had disappeared. My guess is he tried to make it look like Nancy did it and then she disappeared. And so they were looking all over for her when this occurred. Just really... Like, we want to know what's going on. Is, she, is even Nancy safe? Because they didn't know where she was. And so he's pleading guilty through this plea agreement that he killed Dolores Sellers. Sellers, rest in peace. He killed Dolores' daughter, Nancy Rigo. Rest in peace, Nancy. He admitted to killing Leigh Goodman and the last person's life that he would take, Edna 
Suttles. Rest in peace, Edna. He would assist authorities in the recovery of the body of Edna Suttles as part of this agreement. And then he admits to everything else, including Dolores Sellers, Nancy Rigo, and Leigh Goodman. And what we would find out is that this serial killer shot and killed Nancy Rigo, and he poisoned her mother, Dolores Sellers. And, and Nancy Rigo and Leigh Goodman, her bodies have never been found, and authorities believe that it will never be found. And so as we continue to find additional details of his killings, and it was helping bring, you know, old cases to light, come to find out Nancy Rigo, who died at the young age of 66, and she was also a longtime Charlotte massage therapist. And she had just disappeared out of nowhere the same day that her mother had died. And so according to prosecutors, Sellers died on November 8, 2017, after Daniel Prince gave her a lethal dose of prescription medication. And so investigators say that Rico was dating Prince at the time of her disappearance and had signed over her power of attorney to him in September 2017. She was shot and killed two months later. And as I mentioned earlier, after she vanished, her family members were texting and emailing with a person who was saying they were Rigo, but refused to meet or speak with them. And so they would come to find out that he was collecting Rigo's social security check for years until his own arrest in September of 2021 in connection with Suttles' disappearance. And when they find Suttles, they also realize that she was given a lethal dose of medication as a way to kill her, along with maybe using a plastic bag over her head to suffocate her. Now, the ties between Prince and Nancy Rigo first became public four years earlier when her car was involved in a June 2018 wreck. Come to find out, Prince was behind the wheel of that accident. The vehicle was towed, but it was never picked up and it eventually was auctioned off. And then so, as I mentioned, when they searched his home, that's when they would find things that linked him to Rigo, including bank statements, credit cards, prescription medication, and a wallet belonging to her mother, Dolores. And at first, when he wanted to come clean of his sins, he was almost doing it in a hypothetical way. If I was to do this, or, you know, if it was, I was helping someone. Because he said he helped a friend euthanize a family member, then apparently killed the friend when the friend had feelings of remorse and was going to tell. And then during this same interrogation, Prince spoke of another friend whom he tried to help who also ended up dying. And Prince disposed of the body so he could collect the friend's social security benefits. And which is crazy because her car was in an accident for Years before this year, so around 2018, she's been missing for like five years. Why didn't law enforcement ever know that she was missing? Like, I don't know, it's weird. It looks like the first actual missing persons report on Nancy Rigo had been issued in 2021, immediately after investigators had found her personal items 
that were in Prince's home. But this was almost four years after she disappeared. Like, did they drop the ball on her or what? Well, there you have it, my friend. And that has been the disturbing case of Daniel Glenn Prince. Serial killer responsible for deaths. Authorities have said that maybe there's more. But we may never know. My friends, if that's the type of content you like to follow, hit that subscribe button. Hit that like button if you liked this video. That way YouTube will show it to more people. I'm Manny Rodriguez. Thank you for joining me today and I hope you have an amazing day. Peace.